dig. Welcome to the Things We Dig podcast, where we talk about pop culture and bullshit. On today's episode, when you're here, you're family. We are all Italian when this song plays. It reminds me of the uh, Saved by the Bell episode when they're all in the car and they're like, ah, da, 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 la bamba. It's like the ass end of the 50s. Reminded me of our youth when we kind of terrorized our neighborhood. Hey, 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 welcome back to the Things We Dig podcast. My name is David. I'm Steven. This is Alex. Hey, it's Chris. Hey, guys. It's Chris Fig. I'm ready to dig. All right, guys. Welcome back. Good to see you all. I thought just to start things off, if you remember last pod, I suggested the movie October Sky with Sir Jake Gyllenhaal. And I thought a good oh. lightning round for us would be possibly just our favorite Jake Gyllenhaal movies. I'll go ahead and start it off. I'm going to give the classic, cult classic, Donnie Darko. Nice, Ooh. man. That is cool classic for sure. Definitely. Uh, I'm going to go with Prisoners. Great performances and great hair. You guys- Shit. You stole mine. I got to think of a new one. <laughs> my first two options were Donnie Darko and my second was Prisoners. You know, I'm going to say it. Brokeback Mountain. Oh. <laughs> he put on quite the performance. I mean, they won an Oscar or R.I.P. Heath. So, yeah. yeah. But uh, what were you going to say, Chris? You said you're going to change your mind or you're going to say Prisoners? That really threw me for a loop. I was going hard for prisoners. So I had to go with the classic bubble boy. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. That's the, I think that's what introduced me to Jake Gyllenhaal. Because I think I saw October Sky after Bubble Boy, even though it came out before. Nice. I'm going to go with The End of Watch, man. thought that was a great oh, movie. Oh, great, great movie. Good choice. Good choice. Then what's a Nightcrawler? Nightcrawler? Oh, also, I did like um, Nightcrawler. Okja, did you guys watch that weird uh, yeah. fucking movie? Yeah, he's, yeah. he's a weirdo in that one. That was uh, weird. A big budgeted movie that kind of didn't do so well. I've never seen it. Prince of Persia. Did you guys see that one? Yes. No, no it's it not so great. Back yeah. in the day. So guys, the movie pick this week was October Sky. Uh, just a brief overview of the movie. It's about Homer Hickman, young man who grew up in West Virginia in a coal mining town where basically the entire town revolves around coal mining. And one night, the whole town is gathered to witness Sputnik in orbit, the Russian satellite. And as they're watching this, he is inspired by it to uh, learn more about space and just rockets in general. Him and his group of friends from school get more involved with it. The town kind of rallies around them and really helps them out. It's just an overall feel-good story and kind of a redemption story with him and his father, too, with not seeing eye to eye and then eventually in the end you know, at least finding a common ground. Uh, how'd you guys feel about this film? Did you like it? Did you dig it? I would say I did really enjoy this movie. I remember watching it, I think back in like junior high school, one of our history teachers showed this movie and instantly just really enjoyed it. Like you said, Dave, it's just a good heartwarming, you know, family movie. Um, seeing, you know, the struggle he had with his dad, you know, his dad kind of viewed him as a kind of like a not a lost cause, but they just weren't like on the best terms, you know, especially with his older brother who played football and was like the hometown hero and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So overall, I mean, I really liked it. The cast was great. Him and the other Rocket Boys, I thought, had really good chemistry, no pun intended. <laughs> and then, yeah, just overall, the such a great story. Visually, too, I thought it was shot really well. So, yeah, I will give it four scoops, man. I really dig it. Four scoops out of five. 
Right? Four out of five, yeah. Four out of five scoops. That's good. They don't make movies like this anymore. The classic small town Americana. So I didn't realize the director was Joe Johnston, who directed The Rocketeer and also oh, yeah. Captain America, The First Avenger. So other classic kind of really? cool American pride movies. So it was good. I thought it was really good. I give it a four scoop as well. Ooh, yeah. Four to five. Nice. I would also go four scoops. Uh, as someone who never saw it growing up, I don't know how this one escaped my radar. It was an amazing movie. Had young Shermanator in it as the geeky <laughs> kid. It's great. It, a, a, amazing movie overall and feel good story at the end. But there were some parts that really depressed me during it. I'm not going to lie. Just thinking about like coal mining and that life and everything that they had to go through just to scrape by and stuff. It would be a really shitty existence. And I don't blame the kid for trying to get out of the town. Uh, thought it was an amazing movie. I would give it four and a half scoops. Ooh, oh, okay. It's, you know, maybe it's hitting me because I've never seen it before, but it was good. Really good. Yeah. One thing I never picked up on as well is like out of all of the group of friends, Homer pretty much had it the best, man. I mean, his one friend, Odell, he kind of threw it in his face, which was fucked up just to prove a point of how his dad died down there. He got decapitated. And that's why they started fighting at that one scene. The other guy's dad also passed away in the mines and his stepdad was enormous drunk. And then why is everybody's dad? Everybody's dying in this whole mine. That's the thing. And Homer's like, I'm going down there, dad. Yeah. I mean, it's just like how he said, you know, even if you work for it, you're just, most of them are just depressed, man, because that's all it is. That's all you're doing is living in these coal mines, essentially, with this really demanding physical work. Yeah, there's no way out. It's not like today's where you can like, oh, I'm talented. I'm going to put my shit on YouTube or show my art and get out of here. It was like, you got to know someone in some other town that you can move to or have some money to get away. Otherwise, it's like, well, coal mining is the only job. Yeah, or even like, uh, it seemed like the only ticket out for a lot of them was a football scholarship as well. And I'd imagine that was, even back then, was pretty rare, you know, to to do that. Or even just for them to go to college was like, you're not going to go to college. Even if you're smart, like, we don't have money to send you to college. So, yeah, man, just the realities of, you know, how coal mine city worked back in the day. Just to take it back to Steve, too. Every time they were down in the mine, all I played in my head was, everybody's working for the weekend. (laughs) 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 Fucking Zoolander. Daddy, I think I've got the black lung. (laughs) God damn it, Derek. You've been down there for eight hours. (laughs) I thought another part of the movie, too, that was just a little messed up, and maybe it goes with the theme of Basically, everybody was kind of trapped in that mindset in that town, but nobody supported him. Like when when he got to go off for the science fair, the only people that were there at the bus stop were his fucking friends. And I know his mom seemed like she wanted to be support, like very supportive, but I think it was just the different times to where like women had to almost be, you know, in line with what their husband was laying down in the household or whatever, essentially. I kind of got that vibe from her, which she totally redeemed herself in threw it back in his face and said she would straight up leave him if she didn't help, if he didn't help their son. Yeah, I was going to say, I did like that scene where she was like, look, you know, you guys don't see eye to eye, but he's still your son. And like you're saying, she's like, I'll leave. He's just like, stupid guy remark, where would you go? And she's like, you <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> but I mean, the dad, like you said, also redeemed himself at the end. He was just a typical, you know, 50s hardcore dad, like like you said, worked in the coal mines and 
just saw his son. It was like, what rockets? You're playing with rocket ships. So I'm really glad his dad, you know, came around at the end. Dude, they ended up being like an actual famous fucking rocket scientist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So was that based on a true story? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was really dope. I mean, I always remember launching off rockets like that. You would just buy it at the store, like Walmart, and it come with those little battery packs. And you would just go outside and hook it up and do what they basically did from scratch. Yeah, I remember it was cool too. They had, like the one I had, had a little key that you had to turn to turn it on and then hit the button. Mm -hmm. Made you feel like you were almost like a fucking working for NASA or something, essentially, (laughs) man, when you're a kid, you know? I think I, I'm pretty sure I mentioned this on our last episode, but in fifth grade, uh, Stephen and I were in the same class, and our teacher, Mr. Pilon, just what he always wore a lab coat and he was just like that dude. And I was so excited to be in his class because he did bottle rockets and we had a little egg in the bottle rocket that we had to, you know, have it float down with a little parachute without cracking. And I can't remember if my team did it. Steve, did your team? Do the egg thing? Did it go, did it land safely? I think so, yeah. I think I did something with like an egg crate. And Smart. Oh, I, don't, yeah, I don't remember it at all. It worked. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. I wish we did more of that stuff in school, man. I would do I that thought, today. <laughs> also, yeah. just one other part of the movie, dude, which was pretty awesome. Um, and they actually got an actor who looked like him too, doing a little research, looking at uh, Werner Von Braun. But when he went up to him and he's just like, good job, you know, keep, keep studying or whatever. And he didn't have any idea it was even him because he was just caught in the moment of everybody cheering for him and stuff. That was pretty cool. And then tying it back to the most fucking sad part of the movie or the, I, I mean, the part where I got a little choked up, dude, where he was talking to his dad and he's like, heard you met your hero. You didn't even know it, you know? And he's like, You're, he's not my hero. Like, you know, and he gave him the little spiel. And I was like, God damn it. Why'd you got to do this to me? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, or at the end when he's like, I dedicate this to my mom and my, and he like stops talking and his dad shows up. You're like, God damn, someone's cutting onions right now. <laughs> Dude, I was definitely misty-eyed at that part. The end of the movie got me hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah my but my wife was upstairs sick and I'm down on the couch alone like, God, Hober, you did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you guys are saying, it was really cool to see at the end how they showed he was, you know, training astronauts for, I believe it was NASA, because a lot of times these true stories, you kind of look like, oh, what actually happened to the main character? And sometimes you can't find like anything or like he just became a regular dude. So it was kind of cool to see he actually made it as, you know, a space engineer and stuff. So just to double back and answer your question, Al, after he retired from working with NASA and stuff, he became like a pretty acclaimed author. He's uh, written a lot of books. His, his most recent, I believe, was just like in 2016 like, or something. This was based off of his book, The Rocket Boys. They uh, turned it into a film. Nice. That's dope. That film was October Sky. Overall, I'd give it four scoops as well with all of you guys. I think that's a pretty solid rating <laughs> for this film. <laughs> Agreed. Like I said before, if you've seen it, go watch it again. If you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. Solid movie. Keep the tissues handy. All right. I think that was a pretty good review of that film. I whipped up a little trivia for you boys if you want to get down on it. Get down. Cool. Trivia based on the movie. So it's uh, there's a few questions sprinkled in there that are directly from the movie. Uh, a few other ones that just kind of have to do with the same subject matter of the movie. So 
without further ado, if you guys know the answer, go ahead and shout it out. First one to get the answer gets the point. And let's go ahead and blast off here. So I'll just hop right off right into it. What was the name of the city and state that Homer Hickman lived in? Colwood, West yep. Virginia. Colwood in West Virginia. That is correct. Nice. Colwood. All right. Who is the aerospace engineer that is pictured on separate occasions with Adolf Hitler, Walt Disney, and John F. Kennedy? Werner von Braun. A ding, ding, ding. <laughs> nice. All I did right. Not study. So we got a few points around the board right now. One point each. Al, I think that uh, you'll get on here with a few of these next ones. Mm. Let's see. What were the four Rocket Boys' names? Homer, Dale, Roy, Quentin. Quentin. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Quentin. Snake, you right. bro. <laughs> like, I got to get in there. Hey, and uh, I looked it up, and there is no relation between Roy Lee and Bruce Lee. It is merely a coincidence. Looking at you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, right? I literally just watched the movie, so I was like looking up what the real people look like. So the, the names are just fresh in my brain. <laughs> I watched it like an hour before the pod, too, to keep it fresh. <laughs> All right, next question here, guys. What was the secret operation of the United States intelligence program in which more than 1,600 German scientists, engineers, and technicians were taken from former Nazi Germany to the U.S. government for employment after World War II. It's a brief paperclip. Paperclip. Yep, that is correct. Just doubling back to that one answer where the, uh, the pictures with, you know, Walt Disney, John F. Kennedy, and Adolf Hitler. Obviously, you guys, we don't need to dive too deeply into it, but yeah, Operation Paperclip, that's where... Warner Von Braun came from, and it was kind of controversial for a lot of people. Some people hail him as, you know, a hero in the United States for taking us to the next level with NASA and, you know, going into space, the moon landings and all of the above when it comes to that. But a lot of people weren't too quick to overlook where he came from. Yeah, just a little interesting history there for you. If you want to look more into that in your own free time, it's Operation <laughs> Paperclip. <laughs> all right. All right. Who trained the Space Lab J Crew, the first Japanese astronauts? Homer Hickman. That is correct. Very cool. So Homer Hickman was uh, when he worked for NASA. That was specialties at NASA included astronauts training astronauts on science payloads and also extravehicular activities. So nice. pretty interesting. He uh, go, was Homer. a really smart guy. Name lives up. All right, on to the next one. What? was written on the last rocket in the film. Rocket uh, Mrs. Boys. Lindsay, or what's her name? Mrs. Riley? Riley. Yep, Mrs. Ah. Riley. Ding, ding, ding. Mrs. Riley. Mrs. Riley. <laughs> she got to ride the rocket. And no, she didn't have the hots for Homer. Once again, looking at you, Chris. <laughs> 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 Who is the all-time leader in points for the Houston Rockets? James Harden. Nope. Um, I'll give you a, a, a little hint here. His nickname was The Dream. James Harden. <laughs> Nobody? All right. It's, give us another clue. Don't watch basketball. He, uh, is he's a, from Africa. I can't pronounce it. He his... was an all-star in the early 90s. He won back-to-back -back championships with the Houston Rockets. Is his name Hakeem? I can't say his name. Yep. Hakeem Elijah Wan. Elijah Wan. 
That's what I was going to say initially, but I, I thought that one might be a little hard. I didn't know, but just wanted to throw that one in. Nice little rocket question for you guys. <laughs> hey, Apparently, man. we got a bunch of mathletes on this uh, <laughs> pod and not athletes. No, hey, that was, a, that was a tag team answer. <laughs> yeah, it was. You guys did a good job. All right. And last, but certainly not least, what inspired Homer to build the rockets? Sputnik being in the sky. Yes, sir. Sputnik being in the sky. All right, guys, that was your daily dose of trivia. Thank you all for coming out and playing. I honestly have no clue who won that one today. I think it might have been a tie or came down close. It might have been Fig, though, I believe. Who, um, God damn it, he just seems mean, to keep me? winning these things. I won. We're all winners on the pod, guys. Nicely done. Chris and Chris, I think. Yeah, that was, that, that was my trivia. All right, guys. So that was the review and also the trivia game for October Sky. I'm going to go ahead and give the shovel over to Alex on what movie he'd like us to dig for next week. All right, gentlemen. I couldn't decide. So thank you for the shovel, Dave. I'm going to need your guys' help with this dice help because I wanted to choose between Beer Fest, Dodgeball, or Grandma's Boy. Ooh. Great selections. Can't go wrong with either of those. Yeah, so Chris mentioned, I'll just roll a dice. One and two is for Beer Fest. Three and four, Dodgeball. Five and six, Grandma's Boy. Ooh. All right. Everybody, what do you guys want? What do you guys want? I'm going to go with uh, Beer Fest, man. I haven't watched that in a while. Yeah, same here. Beer Fest, I'm kind of... I'm going Dodgeball. I think it could lead into some uh, Olympic talk. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. It's one. Beer fest, y'all. Let the games begin. Um, hey, y'all. I'm Landfield too. <laughs> so yes, beer fest. What's Watch a ZJ? <laughs> if you yes, guys can't afford can't it. Afford it. <laughs> We'll have to $2 dollars to watch me touch my toes. <laughs> Favorite quote, one's got to go. Favorite quote or something. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> yeah. This to be a hard round, dude. That's good, man. All right, fellas. So we'll watch Beer Fest and uh, review it. Get some questions for next week, man. I'm excited. God bless yeah. you, Alex. What a great choice. <laughs> great movie. Uh, watching October Sky and seeing the Rocket Boys like starts stealing stuff around the neighborhood and doing shit, you know, mischievous, but lighthearted. No one's really getting, you know, losing any money in the end, maybe the company a little bit. Reminded me of our youth when we kind of terrorized our neighborhood, but it, we were playing like doorbell ditch and like oh, sardines, yeah. which for those of you out there who don't know, you just ring someone's doorbell and then lay in their front yard until it gets too awkward and one of your friends runs and then you punch the shit out of him. Random stuff like that all around our neighborhood, but for like weeks and months on end to the point where they put flyers out about us and it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that was nuts. I will say there is nothing better than being that age because you're in the gray area of we're not vandalizing, we're not doing anything other than I guess technically trespassing if they wanted, if they caught us and wanted to press charges. But yeah, just that energy, man, of being young with your group of friends. And if the adults want to have like chased us and really tried to catch us, and like you said, Chris, these people were putting out neighborhood notes for everybody on their garage flyers trying to catch us. I believe just said there's a group of kids ages eight, it's like eight to, to eighteen or something. Yeah. <laughs> you should like preface the preface the story. It, it was I think it started out doorbell ditching a specific house. He thought we were some hooligans, man. 
But in this day and age, now that I own a house and I'm still a young guy, I would, but like if a kid was doorbell dishing me every night, I'd be getting fucking pissed, dude. Dude, yeah. I would be like, I'm going to catch this little fucker. Hey. He does it every night. I'm not even going to lie, man. My washing machine was like skipping the other day. I thought it was somebody who came and knocked and pounded on my door. I instantly got the feeling inside when no one was there to go look and like look around my car, like trying to catch somebody. And I was like, man, this is total karma. Like I should not <laughs> <Yeah>. even care. <laughs> I'm a fucking hypocrite. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, man, I'm the old man now. What? I don't think you could do that in this day and age. Like I don't think you, with the ring doorbells and right. cameras, and social media and like the neighborhood app and lawsuits and shit. I think that's kind of a lost art. Like maybe toilet paper your friend's house or something every now and then, but like lightheartedly terrorizing the neighborhood. I don't think you could get away with that anymore. I think you're right, man. I'd be offended. People would be too offended. (laughs) Yeah. We passed like so many, like at least three summers of just doing that, dude. Oh, we were pushing being too old to like, we were like 16 and 17. Like, hey guys, next summer we're, we could go to jail. We gotta yeah. stop. We gotta, maybe we should stop doing this. <laughs> yeah. It's still, it's still funny. So this summer we're doing it because we're still 17. <laughs> we're bringing it back, baby. I am glad I grew up like doing that kind of stuff and not, you know, being an inside kid, like, like legitimately being outside especially like during like summer break, you'd be outside from like 8 a.m. to like 7 p.m. whenever it was getting dark, like fully, like it's a full-time like, job. Legitimately like, oh, street lights are coming on, like time to all take our bikes home. I, yeah. I don't, I, I think it probably still does happen some days. I don't want to be jaded, but probably not as much. Like that's like, all we had. There wasn't people, cell phones and shit. Oh yeah, before we were like party age, you know, like when you're still young enough to like be doing that, we would have a lot of fun, man. I mean, just in the cul-de-sac where Alex lived, the creep in the night game you guys made up. I remember we went through a rollerblading phase where we were like rollerblading <laughs> in the cul-de-sac playing tag. Well, we that wasn't a phase, It was man. the 90s. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ducks w- for life. <laughs> it was fun when we got a little bit older and we could still kind of do like, say like 19, 20 years old and find a way to get some alcohol, just drink. And we'd play bike tag around the neighborhood too. And you're like, dude, I forgot (laughs) how much fun it is to play bike tag, man. I'm also a little buzz too. (laughs) Or even a breath of death. Oh, Oh, breath of death, man. (laughs) Playing breath of death with James when he got buff just was not fun anymore, man. I got me so bad on that trip to California, man. Just directly on my back with no shirt on. (laughs) Got it on video, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The California trip video, man. Do you still have that around somewhere? Somewhere around here. I know that was yeah. that's su- that was such a good video. For listeners out there, the breath of death, you uh, breathe into your hand and slap somebody as hard as you fucking can, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, and so they that have was to the run weapon. away from that. You, the yeah. way to reload it, like Al said, was you had to breathe in your hand, and once you used that, you had to reload again. <laughs> that's it. Hit somebody. No other rules. It originally I guess. started on a basketball court where there was some loose rules, but it's quickly devolved into just yeah. no breathe in your shots. hand and slap the shit out of your friend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Huh? And slap. I, I feel or like even do you guys do you guys remember ever like just the gnarly pillow fights you'd get into like as a kid with people where the pillow would ball up at the bottom and you're essentially <laughs> just rocking somebody. Dude, oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 
Dude, I remember uh, I was actually telling this story the other day. My cousin, uh, for a barbecue birthday party, he got a big water slide, an inflatable water slide. And I remember, Dave, your dad had got one for his birthday. Like your mom got it for like the grandkids. And at the end of the night, she was like, she looked at us who were like, we were like 19, 20, maybe 20 years old. She's like, you guys, we got it till tomorrow. Do you guys want to play it? And just playing King of the Hill on the, t- <laughs> yeah. the top of the water slide. I was like, dude, that was so We much hooked fun. it up to like the water heater too, dude. So it was like hot water coming out the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> just... <laughs> We would slam at the bottom and you'd look up and I'd see Alex sliding down. To oh me. my God. That's <laughs> dangerous, oh. yeah. Somebody got kind of, some people got slammed because oh, yeah. bound to get a head hit and they're like, are you okay? Are you okay? And everybody's like, it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Good times, fellas. Good times. Let's keep this show rolling and uh, get into the musical aspect, huh? What do you say, guys? Two second tunes? Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Ready? Two second tunes, you only got a little bit of time, baby, go. Two second tunes, you only got one, two. All right, gentlemen, in honor of Jake Gyllenhaal's October Sky, great movie, by the way, Four Scoops, we are going to keep it in the theme. That movie took place technically in 1957, so we're going to rock the 50s, best of the 50s, two second tunes edition. Sweet. Let's do it. Ready. Top top songs of the 1950s. Oh. Now that's what I call 1950s. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Change it up. Yeah. So again, I'm going off of uh, just good old Google typing uh, top, top songs of the 50s. Google does me well. And there was a hundred songs that I had to go through. <laughs> there's a lot of good Damn. stuff there. How well do we know this? You guys will be surprised. You'll actually, you'll actually see. So... I'm going to start off with round one. Come up with the performer, the song, and if you know the album, which I might struggle to find, then uh, go for it. Cool. Let's run it. Two seconds of the song, roughly. One to three. Who's counting? Ready? Round one. You make a Elvis Presley. Hound, Hound dog. dog. Elvis Presley, Hound Dog. Yeah. Starting I don't nearly listen to Elvis as much as I should, man. But I've, I mean, does everybody here like Elvis? My grandma was a huge Elvis fan, man. So it always makes me think of her, honestly. I feel like Vegas itself, too, is, is synonymous. Totally. Obviously, Vegas is synonymous. We got fucking them walking around everywhere. Be to the point where you're Elvis on a bus Presley. stop or you're walking and you see an off-duty Elvis Presley who's oh, yeah. like just living his life, chilling at the Kino bar. I guess it is true. Like if you see an Elvis impersonator, you think of Vegas pretty much, right? Yeah. So Elvis, uh, I think Chris Figueroa might've got it, but then Dave caught him with the Presley. We'll have to go back and see. <laughs> but yes, Hound Dog, Elvis Presley. That was uh, came out in, anybody want to throw a guess? What year? 1953. I'll say 52. It was 56. Oh, <laughs> I tried to price of right you there, man. <laughs> I thought it was going to be closer to <laughs> price is right. <laughs> price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> Hound dog, 24 million views. Comments, I would say. And God said one day, let men have an electrified guitar and some inspiration. <laughs> I don't know. Round two, 50s, 10 years of greatness. Here we go. Johnny uh, Cash. Cash. Ring of Fire. Ring of Fire. It was Johnny Cash. I walked the line. It was oh, it I walked the, the line. line. Oh. Oh. Big definitely got yeah. Johnny Cash. Ring of Fire. Um, 
was not in the 50s. Oh, okay. To my knowledge. I Let just recently watched that. Walk the, the Line. Ring of Fire. The Ring Donny of Cash, Fire. dude, he's had some addiction problems, but that dude has lived a long time. He's dead. Yeah, well, he did live a long time. Uh, <laughs> like he, did you guys ever, dude, I remember um, back before, like it was really big buying music on the computer and shit. I went to Best Buy. It was right, I would go and just buy like, Every paycheck I was lifeguarding, I'd buy like two new albums and listen to them. And it was when he released those last albums. Uh, I think they're just cash is what they were called. But cash money. those are great, man. If you haven't checked them out. Now I want to go back and find that out for our listeners out there. What uh, Ring of Fire that mostly came out in the 60s, I wonder. I believe Rick Rubin helped him with those last albums nice. too. Then he passed away shortly after. All right. Maybe. So I think uh, Steven got that. Not sure. And I think somebody else got the title. Fig got the artist. Okay, cool. Got the title. All right. Nice job, gents. This one's getting harder. So easy ones first. Round three. Here we go. When the moon hits your Frank Sinatra? Nope. Dean Martin. That's Martin. That's Amore? Dean Martin. That's Amore. Nicely done. Good job. Steve, that's the... Yeah, that'd be the Chris, you snuck up in there too, man. But I think Steve might have... Stand up. You might have gotcha. Nicely done. Yeah, Dean Morton. Dean Martin. Dean Morton. Dean Martin. <laughs> Dean Morton. Bigger beats of pie. That's Somebody said, uh, we are all Italian when this song plays. You really are. <laughs> yeah. It makes you want to be Italian. When you're here, you're family. <laughs> Trying to think like there's too many movies. What's the classic movie that you can think of that that song plays? Probably like Ratatouille. Probably had that song in it. Nice. All right, gentlemen. Nice work. Round four. Gonna do six total. Seems like that's the theme. Round four. Ready? One side. Get you out there where the moon is rarefied. That's a Frank Sinatra. Sinatra. Come fly with me. Oh, nice. Yep. Frank Sinatra. Come fly with me. Good one. Good one. Extra point for finishing the lyrics. Get <laughs> you up there. Sinatra is somebody I need to get more into. I just I, know it's like famous Sinatra. songs. And that's featured in uh, Catch Me If You Can Damn. pretty predominantly. It's fucking voice, man. Dude, this one has the best comment. It uh, says, I died six years ago and I still love this music. <laughs> <laughs> so, nicely done. Rest in peace, uh, Caleb Abercrombie. <laughs> <laughs> well done gents uh round five breaking it down here we go la bamba richie valens oh yeah la bamba richie valens Damn. got it right they were right. on it though me and chris were silent susans la, 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 la bamba. it reminds me of the uh safe by the bell episode when they're all in the car and they're like ah, da, 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 la bamba yeah <laughs> that's all they remember Dude, holy shit. I don't know if this is true, but they said Richie died at the age of 17. Imagine mm-hmm. all the music he would have made in his life. Yeah, he died man. in a plane air, crash. Air, yeah, airplane crash. 17, dude? Have holy you ever seen that movie, Al? The Day the dude. Music Died is uh, didn't, uh, Buddy Holly, The Big Bopper, Richie right. Valens. Didn't, uh, what's his name, play a movie with him in it as him? Mm-hmm. Um, he played... Uh, Lou Leo. Diamond Phillips. Lou yeah. Diamond Phillips. Lou yeah. Diamond Phillips, yes, thank you. Damn, dude. It is crazy. 
dude, his still picture such doesn't a dope look seventeen. Song. He looks like a an older man. Hard it was a lot, a lot harder living back then, brother. Holy shit, dude! <laughs> seventeen. Well, nice job. I know what my next movie pick is. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, Stand and deliver. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it said rest in peace. Oh, wrong, Richie. wrong. Lou Diamond Phillips flick. Dude, plane crash. Damn, I didn't know that. The real Richie Valens, La Bamba. That came out in, anybody want to give a guess? What year? 56. 58. 1958. Ooh, nice. It sounds like it'd be closer to the 60s for sure, that sound. Definitely. It's like the ass end of the 50s. All right, this is the final round, gentlemen, and good luck. Uh, te- tequila. 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 I don't know who sings it. I don't know it, who sings the, the Vandals. Yeah. This I thought you guys might not know. Yes, tequila. It'll say right here. Tequila! It reminds me of uh, Pee Wee Herman. Dude, yeah, it reminds so. me of the Sandlot. Sandlot. Oh, yeah, Sandlot too. 100% <laughs> Sandlot every time I hear that song. I always get peewee dance. Yeah, I think of the peewee Herman dance, dude. Dude, I think of them just eating too much tobacco and just puking all out the yeah. fucking fair, man. Oh, yeah, yeah dude. dude. Dude, the fucking fair scene, man. That Such was awesome. a classic movie. And peewee Herman. Is that where he did the dance on the bar? Yeah. yeah. yeah Tell him large Marge sent ya. <laughs> I wanted to keep playing the song behind you guys talking, but I don't know if there's copyright issues here. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you have to cut it. You have to cut it pretty quick, I think. Yeah. Can anybody guess the 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 name of the band? The Jets. Um, that was like the, something like the Vandals or something. Kind of. You guys are close, but like that. it is uh, the Champs. Oh uh, yeah, I would never have guessed that one. Yeah, comments are turned off on that one for some reason. <laughs> tequila. There's a one-hour version of Tequila on YouTube. I don't know what that what that is gonna be, but just one hour straight of the song. <laughs> I know my. That sounds like it'd be a radio contest of like a dance off. Who who stops first? (laughs) It's like the hour long, the four hour long version of Tequila. (laughs) It's like uh, All Star played for three hours straight or something. (laughs) And the years start coming and they don't stop coming and they don't don't stop stop coming and they don't stop coming. (laughs) There is something out there like that for everybody if they want to get there. Um, Nice job, everybody. Two second tunes flew by. Everybody, everybody gave it their best, and that's all that all that was expected. So it was a fun one, man, for sure. Yeah, it was good. I good like the fifties, man. Good fifties, uh, man. I was waiting for the old stuff. Good time era. I feel like that was just the iceberg, because man, there was. If I could just throw it out there, uh, rock around the clock. There was um, what was it? Purple people eater. Oh, Re- purple people eater, dude. Nicely done, everybody. Two second tunes. Nice. Nice, very nice. All right, fellas, that was uh, another great round of two-second tunes, but I think it's time for some One Has to Go. What you gonna pick? Don't pick no stupid shit, because one has to go. Um, I think for for this one, for the start it off, I think maybe to go full circle, in the beginning we had mentioned our favorite Jake Gyllenhaal movies. So I thought for uh, a One Has to Go, we can just give the listeners a quick refresh of what we said and vote one of those off the island. What do you say? Yes. Yeah. Let's, do, let's it, do it, man. Awesome. So I'll start off. Mine was End of Watch. I went with the all-time classic Bubble Boy. Um, I did Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> I took Prisoners. 
And I chimed in with Donnie Darko. Ooh, chiming in. May the best Jake win. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Jake. (laughs) I hate to be cliche, but I've never watched it, so I'm going to have to vote off Brokeback Mountain. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) I'll also say Brokeback Mountain. I heard it's a solid movie, but I probably would have chose that one anyways. But uh, yeah, maybe I'll have to check it out sometime. That's all right, y'all. Because... The movie was uh, pretty critically acclaimed, I believe. I won't choose Brokeback Mountain. I haven't seen it, but I also haven't seen the movie Prisoners. I need to watch it, it sounds like. But I have to go with that one just because I haven't seen it. And I love Prisoners is a 10 out of 10 movie. Watch it. You give it five scoops? I would give it five scoops. (laughs) All right, I'll watch it. Prisoners, yeah. Definitely keep Prisoners. And I sadly... I'm going to say end of watch because um, I don't, I'm trying to remember. Is that, uh, is like Michael Pena in that? Michael with him? Pena. Yeah. They're police uh, officers. Yeah. And is it, okay. So, super, super sad. It's like a, it's no like spoilers. a, what is that Denzel movie? Um, and Ethan Training Hunt. Day? Training Training is day? It like, is it have a vibe like that? It yeah, does. Very reminiscent of Training Day. Okay. I yeah. need to see it, dude. I really liked End of Watch. There was the acting from the, uh, the gangsters was pretty bad. But besides that, I really enjoyed it. So I'm going to go with a movie I haven't seen. Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> yeah. Later. It's floating away from the island. See ya, Brokeback. Bye-bye. All right, fellas, do we have uh, anyone else have another topic for One Has to Go? Going off of uh, the just the rocket theme, I thought it'd be cool just anything, any title with the word rocket in it. Could be a movie, a show, whatever you guys want. But okay. I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll start it off and I'm going to say Johnny Rockets because I love those fucking malt shakes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good burgers, too. I will go with one of my favorite movies growing up as a kid, The Rocketeer. Very cool. Uh, I'm going to take The Rocket Man, not the movie, the person, Elton John. Oh, oh very cool. Okay. Curveball like, there. I like your style, man. Yeah. Go with the Nickelodeon classic Rocket Power. Oh. Because we're all riders on a mission. Woogie, woogie, woogie. Woogie, 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 woogie. Um, I'm afraid to get voted out again, but I'm going with a edible delicious treat called the Rocket Pop. Oh, dude. Uh, okay. I nice. had I had some this past 4th of July. So. Yeah, red, white, and blue, baby. Is the Rocket Pop a bomb pop? A bomb pop, too. It's, is, it, is this the same thing? Same thing, yeah. Maybe. Oh, yeah. The, the red, white, and blue, right? That's what you're talking about? Oh, yeah. It looks like a little rocket, or I guess it could be a bomb, too. Missile. Always known it as a bomb pop, and it's a staple of my childhood. All right. Who wants to yeah. s- start the voting off? Um, I'm going to start it off. I'm going to say Rocketeer out of all of those, man. Oh. I mean, well, wait, what did Alex say? Red Rocket or something like that? He <laughs> <laughs> said Bomb Pop, man. Show some respect. <laughs> you know, the dogs uh, getting excited. Going, I liked Rocketeer growing up. I remember the video game, too. I used to play on Super Nintendo. But with all these choices, I just got to eliminate one. So Yeah, I feel that. But I will go on the flip side and say, not because you said mine, Dave, but just because <laughs> against the rest, Johnny Rockets, I would have to get rid of. I, I am also going to throw Johnny Rockets off the island because I've never eaten there. <laughs> I feel like that's most of my decisions in this pod are things <laughs> yeah. I've never done. Maybe I need to broaden my horizons, but Johnny Rockets got to go. I know since we voted Brokeback Mountain off, the last one I knew mine would be safe. So I'm going to go <laughs> with... Uh, 
I'm gonna go with Johnny Rockets. I, I like the style. I like the classic diner vibe, but I don't know if the burgers are quite. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, hate to be a dick, Dave. But I'm <laughs> just hop up on that shovel with everybody else there and say bye bye to Johnny Rockets. Gots to go. Probably I got do. great if malt you could shakes. Cook us some burgers before you get off the island that we'll start. To- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Malted shakes, please. After I heard everyone's uh, selection, I was like, damn, Rocketeer is going to be voted off. But <laughs> it's safe. Later, Dave. <laughs> get on your rocket pack (laughs) yeah that was a good one all right fellas we have uh, one last topic for one has to go i got a good one for you guys in the vein of october sky what's your favorite coming of age movie oh okay i will start it off by saying the perks of being a wallflower absolutely amazing one of the best film to book adaptations ever. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that, man. I'm going to go with one of my favorite movies, dude. I probably saw it three or four times in the theaters, but super bad, man. Uh-huh. Love that movie. Very good. Very cool. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I'm going to blow you all away with this one and say Star Wars, the original. I'd have to agree with that. My man Luke, dude, young man coming up and it all gets crazy. Spoiler alert. This gets crazy. I'm going to say um, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. No, I'm just kidding, dude. <laughs> is actually, that a, it's actually not a bad movie. I've seen it once or, once or twice. If you want to lose, you can pick it I know. It'll, it'll get voted off right No takesy-backsies, all right? <laughs> From now on. That's it. Yeah. I'm going to say uh, Weird Science. Very cool. Yeah, solid. I was going to go that realm as well and go Breakfast Club, but I'm going to change oh, yeah. it to Lady Bird. Dude, very nice. Good movie. That's the most recent movie. Yeah. I never thought I would do this, but I'm going to vote Star Wars off the island. Hi. Only because I, I, it's, I mean, I fucking love it. It's a little out there. I feel like it's more of a space opera than a coming of age. So I was going to say 10 things I hate about you. It's a good one. We'll stick with Star Wars. You would be firmly on the island had you said that. (laughs) Nicely done. I'm out. I'm going to have to jump on that bandwagon too, man. That's why you guys are my friends. (laughs) I I appreciate your feedback. Still love you and Luke Skywalker. (laughs) Dave, what what did you say again? Weird science. Weird science. Um, It's either between weird science or ladybird. You know, I'm going to throw out ladybird, man. Once again, have you seen ladybird? I have, (laughs) but I've also seen weird science too. I've seen Star Wars. You should be a, de- a defense lawyer. I've man. seen Perks yeah. of being a <laughs> Let me ask you this. Have you seen it? <laughs> Did you get it? Did you watch it? <laughs> Were you there that night? Lady Bird good, synced it. But uh, Perks of being a wallflower, I'm sorry. I have not synced it. And it's got to go. It. And for that reason, it's got to go. And I, I feel ashamed to say that because I know it's, it's recommended by y'all. And I, and I you like what you dig. And your wife make a little bag of popcorn one night. <laughs> watch the shit out of that movie. I thought you guys were going to offend us at first. She You're like, like, dude, you that was a gr- need you so No, man. She'd be like, wow, this was a great recommendation for a movie, Alex. I no. thoroughly enjoyed you it. And your wife. I agree. Get in your car, oh, I, drive far, far away from me. To no, Oregon, <laughs> to the last blockbuster. You to have a wholesome, respectful <laughs> night with her. Man. Do do I am? Throw on David Bowie's Hero and just have yourself a great time. Uh, <laughs> did Steve, did you vote? Not yet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't want to do it either, but I'm going to go Star Wars and I'm not voting off the movie. I'm voting 
the movie out of the category. I hear a bunch of excuses from you, but sounds like you really love Star Wars, guys. And you're like, (laughs) George Lucas would be like, this is a fucking coming of age saga, yo. What the hell? You look in the background of my video, that is a poster of X Wings. (laughs) I I love that shit, man. Now, if you said Revenge of the Sith, you'd be firmly on the <laughs> island still. Yeah. I think Steve and all of you are correct, though. It was a it was a weird, random one to throw in. It's not one I would have thought of, but I did feel your sentiment on it. I'm not gonna lie; I had Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants as a joke, and I was always gonna change it, but I was gonna change it to Super Bad. But I had a feeling mm-hmm. one of us was gonna throw that out there. Dude. I was gonna take it too. Yeah, weird yeah. science just popped in my head out of nowhere. I was like, ah, oh, this works. Is that with the lasers, and they create the laser that takes them to the party? No, they have computers and they create like Frankenstein almost. They create a create sexy woman. woman. Like a supermodel. Yeah. yeah. But on that note, fellas, another great episode of Things We Dig. Until next time, later days. See you, See later. you next time, guys. I'll bring my shovel. <laughs> <laughs> dig you all forever and always. Later. Later, guys. Things night, we gentlemen. dig. Things we dig. <laughs> <laughs> you might too. Dig.